Books are everywhere, and always the same sense of adventure fills us. Secondhand books are wild books, homeless books. They have come together in vast flocks of variegated feather, and they have a charm which the domesticated volumes of the library lack. Besides, in this random miscellaneous company, we may rub against some complete stranger who will, with luck, turn into the best friend we have in the world. Virginia Woolf, Street Haunting. Welcome to Bookish, a literary podcast. I'm Paul, and I hope you're doing well as we reach the midpoint of another week dominated by news of the growing pandemic that continues to upend life as we know it. Keep wearing that mask, keep social distancing, basically do all the things we introverted book lovers have been doing since birth. I said all along that readers would survive this pandemic simply because we're uniquely wired for just such a new lifestyle. Except for one key aspect, bookwise at least, which I'll get to shortly. First, a story from the world of finance that is oddly dovetailed with what I plan to talk about today. I read last night that, in the US at least, we're facing a massive shortage of coins in circulation. Now, you'd expect shortages of basic food items and toilet paper as we hoard like it's a zombie apocalypse, but coins? I mean, coins are so ubiquitous that we find them on the ground. Pennies, mainly. So how's this possible? Well, it turns out that after four months of various degrees of lockdown, the coins that typically flow freely throughout the grocery stores, gas stations, and shops as we pay for things, make change, etc., have all but dried up as we've all been home. Some chain stores have told the U.S. Treasury they have less than a week's worth left and are now asking customers to either donate that change they would normally receive or take it as a store credit. For me, not a chance, Kroger. Give me my damn 38 cents right now. So what does a coin shortage have to do with books? Well, directly nothing at all. But the phenomenon causing the shortage is one that I am now experiencing with regard to the only thing that keeps me sane. Searching for and buying used books. First, a side note, I love buying new books, whether from an indie bookstore in person, or from them online, or the occasional Barnes & Noble, and even, when it can't be found anywhere else, from the great Satan, Amazon. But buying used books from used bookstores is so much more fun, as I detailed in an early episode about used bookstores. And what's happening with coins across the U.S is also happening with used books. The problem is acute here in my part of Texas, in part because of a plague that happened long before the coronavirus. That plague is half-price books, the mega chain that seeks to do to the used book trade what Amazon did to, well, everything else, completely dominate it. When I was young, back in the Stone Age, there were small used bookshops throughout Texas but today nearly all have been run out of business by the half-price juggernaut. They're the only game in town, 
aside from the occasional thrift store and their tiny book section with overpriced copies of the Left Behind series and about a thousand James Pattersons. And you know, a piece of my soul just died saying that last sentence out loud. I have made my peace with half-priced books, mostly, except in my novels where I skewer them every chance I get. I buy from them all the time because, well, if you're a junkie and there's one dealer in town, you dance with that devil. But Half Price also shut down when everything else did, forcing me to buy way more new books online than is typical of me. And while I enjoyed helping support indie bookstores around the country, it did hit my wallet a little harder than your average book buying trip will do. And when Half Price did reopen, they initially, for reasons of safety, did not buy any books from customers. Now, as I'm sure you know, this is the main way that they and any used bookstore replenish their stock. So things got pretty bare. They've slowly started buying again, but people are still going out less and thus selling back fewer books. So you see the correlation with the coin issue now? I'll give you a very specific example of what this means for me. I haven't talked a lot about him on this podcast, but I think that David Foster Wallace was a genius. I love his life story, except for its tragic premature end. And I really want to love his greatest novel, Infinite Jest. The problem is, I can't get through the damn thing. Just the footnotes for the novel, and the idea of footnotes in a novel is a whole other episode. Just the footnotes amount to more pages than your average pulp detective novel. And I need footnotes for the footnotes. But like my desire to someday finally finish James James Joyce's Ulysses. And yes, it's totally incomprehensible, but hope springs eternal. And I mainly want to finish it, as you know, because Hemingway and Sylvia Beach loved it. I'm equally determined to actually finish Infinite Jest. And much like with Ulysses, I buy a new, used copy every January, full of hope and determination. Every February, I get pissed off and sell it back. And around April, I buy another copy out of remorse at my lack of willpower. Well, this April, the half-price books were all closed. And I will not buy Infinite Just New. Partly because I always secretly hope some prior owner has made margin notes that will finally unlock the secret of the thing. So I had to wait until they reopened. That happened in May here, much too soon as evidenced by our spike in positive COVID cases. But when I went in to claim my copy, there weren't any. As of yesterday, there still aren't. Anywhere in a 200 mile radius of my local half price books. And that area includes a lot of their stores. They're very dense here in Texas because they started in Dallas. It seems the free-flowing exchange of ideas through the written word has been stopped in its tracks by COVID-19. And that has me as discouraged as I've been in a while. Not just because of Infinite Jest. For me, and I'm sure it's true for a lot of you, wandering the aisles of a used bookstore almost always restores my faith in humanity. Kind of like the time I went to Warp Tour with my then-teenage daughters and saw a kid wearing a Smith's Meet His Murder t-shirt. The obvious stuff is always there, of course. But when I see a Patrick Modiano or a Mario Vargas Llosa novel, 
or Larry McMurtry's very underrated and very hard to find Cadillac Jack, I know that someone in my town actually reads something other than crap. And life is suddenly a little bit better. So what's my point here in an episode that looks a lot like your typical Sunday ramble? Well, as you know, I often have no point, but this time I actually do. First, if you can safely sell those used books you've culled out to make more shelf space, please do it. Again, if you can do it safely. Second, and more important long term, take this virus seriously and tell your friends and family to do the same, especially if you, like me, have family that use the words hoax and pandemic way too often. If we do these things, we can not only get life back to whatever normal will be, save our beloved bookstores, and get the dearth of books free-flowing again. It also might enable me to finally understand the enigma that is David Foster Wallace. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Keep on reading, and remember to subscribe to Bookish TV on YouTube. We'll see you next time. for listening to today's episode of Bookish. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to keep episodes like this coming, I'd also like you to consider supporting us by clicking the support this podcast link on the anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can keep episodes like this coming and also help us get to the point where we're completely ad-free. Thanks again.